Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 And here we go. Buckle in, ladies and gentlemen. Hour one is in the rearview mirror already. That means it's going to fly right by today. It always does. Welcome inside Armed American Radio Ranch's Car Firearms Group Studios on this AAR MonsterCast live on a Sunday coming at you on the 1st of October on hundreds of radio stations around this great nation. I'm in front of a Sig Sauer Platinum microphone for you, and it is all being brought to you by the Great X Insurance. Greg over in Dallas, Texas. How you doing, my brother, from another mother with all the cool bells and whistles and lights and switches and stuff? Uh, Not too bad. Could you tell people where to get involved in the chat, please? I haven't had a chance to go in there. been a little busy, but it's usually very active during the Sunday show. It usually is. And if, you, and if you would like to join that live chat, all you got to do is head on over to your app store, whether it's the Apple Store or the Google Play Store, pick up the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Great hour. We learn a lot from, of course, Alan Gottlieb founder of the Second Amendment Foundation every week here on the program, and today was no exception to that rule, followed by the great A.W.R. Hawkins over at Breitbart News. So we got a, we covered a lot of ground for you. Coming up in this hour of the program, we'll go to our first guest. First guest now is with the Gun Owners of America. His name is Chris Stone. Chris is the Director of State and Local Affairs, managing all of the GOA's state and regional directors. He's responsible for the training and development of staff, oversees all of the operations for GOA state lobbying and initiatives, and there's a lot of that going on, ladies and gentlemen. Believe me, Chris has over a decade of experience lobbying in Congress and in more than 15 state legislatures. He's an avid sports and outdoor enthusiast, spends most of his time outdoors with his wife and their two children. Chris Stone, welcome to the broadcast for the first time, and I can promise you it won't be the last. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, Mark. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you here, and thank you for staying within the time limit at, during your speech at the Gun Rights Policy Conference. You made my job so easy. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that, Chris. <laughs> yeah, it was my first time uh, speaking there, and I was told ahead of time, stay within the time limit. So uh, I tried to prepare ahead of time. Well, you did, and you gave, a, you gave a great talk over there. And what I'd like for those, obviously most people listening around the country did not go to the Gun Rights Policy Conference first. Your thoughts on the Gun Rights Policy Conference this year, and then would you be kind enough to kind of recap what you told the group while you were there? I'll let you take it away. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Gun Rights Policy Conference is fantastic. I'm I'm glad that our organization gets to go every year. It's really a refreshing time to get together with like-minded gun rights organizations, grassroots activists, people who do firearms training people who are just interested in the Second Amendment in general. And 
from from what I do with with Gun Owners America, being able to talk to state legislatures, state legislators there, um, and, and brainstorm different strategies is is a much needed thing, especially going into 2024. We're getting ready for January when state legislatures will be popping off and then obviously a, a busy election cycle. So certainly encourage people to attend. And if you can't attend, watch the live streams. They're, they're still up uh, recorded on YouTube and I believe Facebook and, and other social media websites. Um, but during the conference, um, you know, I had an opportunity to speak and it was on Saturday and we got to hear from so many excellent individuals, people who are lawyers, um, people who have been fighting in gun rights for 30 years, really talking a, a lot about the victories that we've won, uh, a lot of highlights on court cases in defense of the Second Amendment. Um, and it was certainly uplifting uh, to me to hear, and I think for, for the audience to hear, but I myself, I, I'm not a lawyer, so I can't really stand up and speak a, speak legalese and, and digest it really easily. But I, I do get to be involved in the connected with the grassroots and the lobbying efforts. And so what I really wanted to talk on and, and the title of my speech was death by a thousand cuts and it really focused on how the left is attacking the second amendment and how we fight back and how we win. And I kind of just went point by point in explaining, you know, there's a strategy that the left employs to slowly over time attack the second amendment. I mean, obviously we all know if they could snap their fingers and erase the second amendment from the bill of rights, they would do it overnight, but they know that they cannot do that. So they employ a strategy of, of what I call a centipede where they have their legs or their fingers and everything, right? We know that they have the white house with Joe Biden and members of Congress, but the reality is they have corporate America. They have Hollywood. They have the music industry. They have everyone parroting their message and they branch off from that and attack us in different ways. They have the school systems coming after our children. So I kind of ran down, ran down those points and then really talked about and tried to encourage, hey, you know, we're, we're talking today about the great legal victories. That was a huge focus uh, of the conference. But we've also had amazing legislative victories. And there's also ways for us to gather together as like minded individuals in one spot to think about how we're going to branch out to not only defend the second, but, but reclaim it and restore it. I mean, that's our mission here at Gunners America, not merely to defend gun rights, but to restore them uh, because there's, there's a lot of gun control in America. Contrary to what the left says, um, we've been living under serious gun control for a long time and, and we want to undo that. Um, and basically just the strategies of how we do that. Um, talking about capturing the next generation, you know, I myself, I, I'm a millennial, which I know there's, you can insert tons of jokes there, but you know, I'm a homeowner. I've got two kids. Uh, I'm starting to become part of, you know, what people would be described as, you know, the, the backbone of the economy and, and capturing people in my generation and the younger generation, bringing them in because they're being indoctrinated by the left. You know, we've turned the word indoctrination almost into a four letter word when it's not. You know, I'm not manipulating my kids about the history and the meaning of the Second Amendment, but I am indoctrinating them so they understand why I have a natural God-given right, why they have a natural God-given right to keep and bear arms, why our founders enshrined it in the Constitution, and, and capturing those folks so that when they grow up, they're armed with the facts, they're armed with the information to realize firearms are just an instrument. I, I have the rights and I, I have to be my own personal self-defense and to protect my country and promote the values of this country. So 
that's, I guess, perhaps a three or five minute breakdown of, of what I kind of talked about. No, and I appreciate you bringing us up to speed on that, because when I heard you talk, I thought, man, you know, you're hitting it. You're hitting on all cylinders. And a couple questions that came to mind when I was listening to you and didn't have time to ask you, but I will ask you now, also came to mind. I'm writing them down as you're talking. As a millennial, I've got two kids. I've got an 18-year-old, my, well, 19-year-old. My son just turned 19 yesterday. My daughter will be 21 in November. My kids are being raised right. My kids understand the value of the Second Amendment. They get it. And they attend, for example, turning point functions, right, where there are thousands of other like-minded kids that age, that the college-age kid, that the media and the, the universities and pop culture, being music, movies, et cetera, Hollywood, has been so successful, we think, in indoctrinating our youth. But then you look at how many, you know, my kids are not alone. And I live in a very conservative area, right? So my question, my natural question is, are we actually capturing that younger generation? You, in your age group, are you seeing us capturing that younger generation? Because it is so important. You know, I think we are. I mean, I, I don't want to say, yeah, we, we've won. Uh, obviously, there's a significant amount of work to do. But before we even talk about millennials, let's just look at, and I think I touched on this too, some in, in, in what I was talking about that weekend was look at the fastest growing demographics of gun owners right now. Mm -hmm. It's women and it's African-Americans, right? And we as an organization are reaching out to them. Antonia Okafor works for us. She runs two, Empowered 2A. It's reaching out to women, reaching out to the African-American audience. We go to events and there are hundreds of women who show up and they're like, you're right. I, I have the right to keep and bear arms. I want to own a gun to protect myself. This is the great equalizer. And we're seeing them come in droves. And so when I think it comes to millennials or, or Gen Z or perhaps even where my kids are, I think they're generation alpha because my kids are still adolescent age. Um, there's an interest there, but I think it, a lot of it has to do with a, the basics of, if you own firearms, introducing them to your kids at a young mm -hmm. age, obviously with safety, you know, my kids obey the four rules of gun safety. We're not reckless, but there's no mystery that there's firearms in our house and I take them shooting and they love shooting. So they understand, wow, this is fun. This is fantastic. I can't wait to take my kids hunting here pretty soon in a couple of years when they're able to go hunting with me. But then beyond that, you know, explaining, okay, well, the second amendment isn't just, it's actually not about hunting at all, even though we can hunt, it's really about, the defense of yourself and the defense of our nation to fight back against tyranny and, and using new media to capture those individuals. And I think the big thing too is, don't get me wrong, I love a great joke about millennials. I love making a great joke about baby boomers. <laughs> I, I will stay away from that. It's totally fine. I think it's hilarious. It's a good thing, right? You should be able to bust on one another. But hey, Chris, do me a favor. Hold that thought because we're getting ready to take our first break. When Absolutely. we come back, we've got, we've got another segment with Chris Stone. We're going to go into the weeds about the GOA, and we'll touch on some of the state initiatives that, are, that, that the GOA is up against right now. Great organization. We'll be back with Chris Stone right after this. Don't go away. Did you know that Sig Sauer is all in for hunting? Introducing the Sig Sauer Cross Precision Bolt Action Rifle, available in 308 and 65 Creedmoor. The Sig Cross Bolt Action Rifle was designed and built with the input of military snipers and elite hunters right here in America to meet the demands of hunters, precision long-range shooters, and extreme backcountry hunting. Sig Sauer has your hunting needs covered with ammunition, optics, suppressors, and more. Hunt like a warrior today. Learn more. Visit SigSauer.com now. 
At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products from top to bottom is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. It's well known that we live in a world where even good police officers can become targets for frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom liability insurance for police officers to eliminate your exposure, to help prevent you from becoming a target, and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We do this in part by encouraging our law enforcement clients to take the X-Insurance See It, Say Something pledge. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us, and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing insurance policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. At X-Insurance, we believe in good police officers, and we believe in protecting good police officers. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. The gold set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The gold set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire in cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture, and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits, or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry, or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. The long-awaited six-hour P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer-shooting, easier-handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with sig light night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at sixhour.com for the new P365 380. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Indeed. Welcome back inside Armed American Radio Ranch's Car Firearms Group Studios. Mark Walters, 
filling your prescription for freedom today and every day on the Armed American Radio Daily Defense Show. We're doing this six days a week now in our 15th year on this huge Sunday program on hundreds of radio stations around the nation. It's great to have you here. We're in the front of the six-hour microphone for you, of course, and it's all being brought to you by X-Insurance. Please visit all of our partners that make it possible. You can find them all at armedamericanradio.com or .org. We got that one covered for you, too. Take your pick, whichever one floats your boat. Visit all of our partners and support them for making this show possible. Let's go back to Chris Stone from Gun Owners of America. Chris, a very important first off before we get going, because this segment's going to fly right by. They always do. Where can people join Gun Owners of America? Absolutely. You can go to gunowners.org. Website's right there. It's very self-explanatory. We'd love for you to sign up and be a member. We're on every major social media website, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Gun Owners of America. If you type it into Google, it'll pop right up. Perfect. Gunowners.org. You know, I've got a lot of history with GOA. Larry Pratt and I are very good friends. Eric Pratt, very good friends. And it's great to have you here on the program today. We're going to start bring, getting a little bit more presence for GOA on the show because there are two organizations that come to mind when I look at the state's initiatives. Of course, the Second Amendment Foundation, as you know, is now, Alan was just on in the first hour, 54 cases right now, record territory across this country. Yeah. Chris. 18 of those cases are in California. 18 alone are in California, right? Of course, we're fighting in Maryland and everywhere else. And it's the GOA that's out there doing the same thing in the courtrooms. You guys have done amazing work with the uh, rogue ATF, et cetera. We could go on and on about that. But let's kind of drill down into the state efforts right now. GOA plays an instrumental role in states like New Jersey, in states like New York, in states like California, in states like Illinois, in states like Maryland, wherever there's gun control going on in the blue states. It's not just the blue states, ladies and gentlemen. But save for, the, for this argument, it generally is, where we're doing most of those battles. GOA is at the tip of that spear and is winning these fights across the country as well, Chris. Absolutely, yeah, and I appreciate that. Um, we are just got involved in a little, uh, excuse me, in another lawsuit with our sister organization, Gunners of California, a lawsuit there. So we certainly want to fight back. A great representative organization, Alex Shea, was up in New York speaking at an event up there and uh, searching out possibilities for our legal foundation to get involved in gun rights in, in New York State. And really what we're doing right now is, is we're preparing for the 2024 state legislative cycle. Uh, it's actually great timing for this interview. We have a big meeting uh, this week uh, with our whole organization talking about what we perceive as our offensive and defensive fights um, in state legislatures. So we know that in places like Louisiana, where we're really a governor's office away from right. passing constitutional carry into law. We're going to be working hard there. Uh, also in North Carolina and South Carolina. And, and a big thing we're evaluating is where we see uh, red flag gun confiscation laws popping up, um, evaluating state legislatures uh, to, to prepare our staff and our volunteers to, to work in those states. Um, because after Congress passed the their quote-unquote bipartisan gun control, tossing your taxpayer dollars to incentivize states to pass red flag laws. Well, what do you know? States want to pass red flag laws now. So right. we are, we're looking at states that are, that are doing that and preparing our staff and our members to be mobilized against it. Well, Chris, I, you know, first off, real quick on Louisiana, I think we're going to pick Louisiana off. I think Louisiana is a low-hanging fruit. I feel really good about Louisiana. North and South Carolina... Oh, boy, I, I, I'd like to say I wish I could feel a little bit better about them, but I'm a little on the fence. Yeah. Louisiana, Louisiana yeah. I think, is good. The fight is still ongoing in, in the Carolinas, right? 
Absolutely, yeah. Louisiana, there's a great, I mean, I can say this right now publicly, there's a great governor's candidate, Jeff Landry, who's running for governor. Mm-hmm. He is solid, pro-gun, endorsed by Gunners America. Go, if you're a Louisiana resident, go out and vote for him. Um, he's awesome. That's who we need in the governor's seat in, in Louisiana. In the Carolinas, there is still work to do. Um, and so we're working with organizations like Grassroots North Carolina um, and uh, other folks there to mobilize people. We need to get a, a good governor in those states and really hold Republicans, like you said, accountable. There, there's a lot of Republicans there who uh, love to, during election season, talk about how they love gun rights. But when, when pro-gun votes come up, they weasel their way out. So there is longer-term legislative work to do in the Carolinas. I think there's a lot of positive hope, especially on the issue of constitutional carry, because of how many southern right. states have passed that into law. It really cranks up the pressure on them to act. Oh, I, the Carolinas is inevitable. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, South Carolina probably before North Carolina, but nonetheless, both of those are also ripe for the picking. It's just going to take a little bit more time. So, absolutely. Pick, how do you feel? about places like, you know, California. And I I almost hate to say this, but if we're going to spend a lot of money lobbying in states where we can do the best work, is it good to go to a place like California that is controlled by commies and we're throwing money down the tube, or is our money better spent in other states where we stand a chance? It's both, right? So here's how I would say it. In, In places where we know, in states where we believe we can really go on the offense and pass good bills, we're going to spend our time and energy there, obviously, right? You know, we know we're not passing constitutional carry in California. That's a foregone conclusion. But that's why, and like you had Alan on the show and, and our group, Gun Owners of California, we take the approach with lawsuits in states. Right. States like California, Hawaii, Illinois, New York, New Jersey. We still want to have a legislative presence and support our members there. But there is a much longer term strategy of saying, hey, there's a lot of bad to undo here. Yeah, we can't spend tens of millions of dollars lobbying in a state where it's overwhelmingly anti-gun, but our legal foundation will be active. And that is what bolsters voters. That is what encourages voters, because the reality is there are tons of pro-gun Americans in California, New York, New Jersey. I've talked to them on the phone. I meet them when I go to those states. They're there. They're just unfortunately outnumbered. But to say that long term, 10, 15, 20 years, that can't change. I I don't accept that. I I, I love winning. I love winning for the Second Amendment. And I can look at that and say, hey, you know, that's a long term fight. But we're going to stay engaged to when we get to that point. And so we can't take our food off the gas and completely say, yeah, we don't care about those states. You have to be wise of saying, let me pick the wise battles here to do the legal stuff right. and then get people engaged. And so that's, that's really how we approach it. Yeah. A state like California is a, is a gen, it's a multi-generational shift out there. And that's, that's it where is. you go. Like that's why, that's why SAF has, you know, 18 cases going on out there. We're going to fight them and take them to task it every time. That's exactly. the defensive approach that you were talking about uh, to our New Jersey listeners. We have a new station in New Jersey, WNJD 102.3. We've got 30 seconds. Is there hope in New Jersey? I I think there is. I think there is with some of the court cases that were mentioned. I would just uh, say to any anyone listening right now who's a New Jersey resident, if you want to get involved, if you think there are legal cases we should get involved with, go to gunowners.org, go to Gun Owners Foundation, type it into Google, 
send us a message. We would love to talk to you and figure out how we can be engaged more in those states because it is going to be a fight through the courts before it's a fight through the legislature. You better believe it. Chris Stone, you're doing God's work over at GOA. Promise me on national radio you're going to come back soon. Absolutely, whenever you want me. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Chris. Chris Stone, Gun Owners of America. Man, fighting the fight out there, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it's all about. And he gave a great talk at the GRPC. Glad he could make it in here today. Thank you, Chris. We'll be back with Holly Sullivan from Connecticut right after this. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products from top to bottom is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. Armed American Radio listeners, the Gun Rights Policy Conference for 2023 is upon us. The GRPC this year being held in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona at the Marriott Phoenix Hotel at the airport, September 22nd through September 24th. This year's theme is Road to Liberty. Come meet me, A.W.R. Hawkins, Alan Gottlieb, John Lott, and many others. Again, September 22nd through September 24th, the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Visit saf.org to register today. Register at saf.org. We'll see you there. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. 
Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us, and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Don't forget to use the promo code AAR at MyPillow.com. Welcome back. Welcome back indeed inside Armed American Radio Ranch's Car Firearms Group Studios. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom in front of this. And I love this because this is the Sig Sauer microphone. It's a beautiful thing. It's all being brought to you by the great X Insurance. Make sure to support Mike Lindell, please. He needs all the help he can get. Mike has supported your right to bear arms through this radio program for the better part of a decade. It's as simple as buying a great product, a pillow, a pet bed, sheets, towels. It's the time of year for the slippers and stuff. Greg's got them. I've got them. My whole family has them. We've got all the stuff from them. We use the same promo code you do, AAR. Support him, please. It's an easy way to support the Second Amendment and say, you know what? Thank you for supporting my right to keep and bear arms on Armed American Radio. It's the way the equation works, ladies and gentlemen, and it's why we've been here for 15 years. Greg, always fun. I, I know you love the – It's and I know you're not feeling it yet, but fall's coming, brother. You'll be wearing the slippers and stuff. I know you will. Yeah, it's a little too early for those slippers. Well, it, it's a little early, but it's coming, I promise. It'll be here at some point, probably around Christmas. Now, here's something fun. I graduated high school in Connecticut – and I'll date myself. I graduated high school in Connecticut, in Simsbury, Connecticut, to be exact, in 1980. Simsbury, Connecticut is about 50, maybe 55 miles northeast of Sandy Hook. We all know Sandy Hook. And, you know, not that far away. Had I lived in Sandy Hook, that's where my kids would have gone to school, right, if I had kids there at the time. But I know the state well. Joining me now from Connecticut Citizens Defense League is Holly Sullivan. Holly is also the newest member of the board of directors with me over at the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms. And we're going to talk about what's going on in Connecticut because, Holly, welcome in. It depresses me when I look at the changes from not all that long ago to when I was a kid in Connecticut to now. It is a completely different state. Welcome in, Holly. Thanks so much for having me, and you're spot on. It changed, really, it changed for us very quickly uh, overnight um, with one tragic incident. So, you know, it's it's important for your listeners to understand that, that it can happen very, very quickly. Yeah, you know, here's what I wanted to mention, and and this this just brings a little bit of the personal aspect to the table. We paint that theater of the mind and radio. But when I was a kid in high school, for the year and a half to two years that I lived there, we would go out into neighbors' backyards up against the woods and plink with 22 rifles all afternoon after school. And we were fine. Today, if I did that, 
my parents, if it were if it were today's day and age, then my parents would probably still be in jail. Okay, I'd probably been in some reform school simply for doing what we did back then when we were kids, and it wasn't a problem. And Connecticut has a permit structure. Connecticut, up until just now, was an open carry state. Most people don't know that. But, boy, you guys, your governor just signed a whole slew of new gun control. Tell us what's going on up there right now, because the fight is, I say it's just beginning. It's just getting worse. Yeah, that's 100% right. So 10 years ago when Sandy Hook happened, we saw a massive gun control package that was beyond anything that we expected that the state would ever see. And then here we are 10 years later, and some of the promises that the state actually made to us have been broken in this bill. So, for example, in Public Act 13-3, which is a law that came post-Sandy Hook, they said if a rifle was manufactured pre-1994, it was permissible. Um, And then our governor today went and said, actually, just kidding, you can't have pre-bans in Connecticut any longer. There's going to be a window of time to register them, but but sales are done. Um, And we can't find a single instance where a pre-ban was used in a homicide in the state in the last 10 years. But that's where he chose to focus his efforts this legislative session. Holly, let me ask a question. Uh, I'm sure it's just an arbitrary thing, and I'm going to be a little facetious here. But... Why 94? Did something magic happen to the rifle post-94? Isn't that ironic that no, in fact, it didn't. <laughs> it operates exactly the same way. Um, and, you know, and, it, and that's just supposed to show there's no logic to what they're doing. It's simply gun control. And they, they always position it as, a, you know, it's preventing gun violence. Well, what the heck does that even mean? These firearms are not violent. They're not any they don't function any differently on the same platform um it's just absurd and i think that the the biggest challenge that we have here in connecticut is the misrepresentation to the people of the state by our government as to what these firearms do and don't do yeah i'm gonna guess that the 94 comes from because they're democrats it's the way they think the 94 quote-unquote assault weapons ban it has there's that's Correct. not coincidence it they say they seem to think there's some magic thing about the 1994 assault weapons ban. And I, I'm going to play, Greg, if you would, while while we've got Holly on the line with us. Let's go ahead and play uh, Diane Feinstein one more time. If I could have gotten 51 votes in the Senate of the United States for an outright ban, picking up every one of them, Mr. and Mrs. America, turn them all in. I would have done it. I could not do that. The votes weren't here. Are the votes there in Connecticut? And what do you foresee? Because we know after Sandy Hook, Holly, registration really didn't occur. It was an utter failure. And I was on this show right after Sandy Hook saying, come on, Governor, put your money in your state police where your mouth is and start making arrests. We dare you. None of that happened. It's all dog and pony show. Or is it with these new bills? So if the numbers are absolutely there in the legislature and the reality is the legislators that are voting on this stuff don't even understand it. And this is the, the, the most important thing that I can stress not only to the residents of the state of Connecticut, but anybody else that is in a blue state, flip those seats. Until you flip those seats in other direction to folks that are actually going to represent your Second Amendment rights, um, they're going to continue with this nonsense agenda. 
Um, but you are absolutely right as well. Uh, do I believe that the Connecticut State Police has the bandwidth to actually make all of these arrests if people didn't do it? Um, I'm not I'm not confident that they do. I mean, we're talking about, you know, far more gun owners than there are officers. But I mean, that's, you know, we shouldn't even be in that position in the first place. That's the reality. We shouldn't be there because we have a codified constitutional right given to us by our creator to defend ourselves. Um, and in states like mine here in Connecticut, I do truly believe that these legislators will not be satisfied until we're completely disarmed. Is there a confiscatory aspect to any of the new bills that Lamont just signed? I mean, it's if you get caught, but I mean, you know, that's like anything else. They don't, they don't, they're not coming, you know, knocking on your door. Um, but that's the reality is that's not how people get jammed up, right? So let me give you an example. So we have a new safe storage law that's part of this bill. It used to just be that, you know, if you had a minor child had access to your home or a prohibited person had access, you had to keep that firearm stored. Um, but now all firearms have to be under lock and key. So let's say you've got, you know, a 72-year-old gentleman has had a rifle hanging on his wall for 40 years, right? Never really thought about it. The state's not doing any education um, to, to fill people in as to what their requirements are. And now let's say, you know, uh, somebody breaks into his house, steals it, he doesn't notice, you know, time goes by, whatever the case may be, that crime, that gun gets used, you know, he's jammed up for it. So the reality is what they're doing is they're making prohibited people out of law-abiding gun owners. Um, but are they coming door to door and confiscating them? No. But does that mean that that, that good folks aren't going to get jammed up over simple, silly things? Um, I think they absolutely will. Yeah, they will. And as we go to this break, let me leave an analogy, ladies and gentlemen. This is akin to blaming you for your car being stolen because you left your keys in it. Okay? 100%. That's what this is yep. akin to. They've made you the criminal. It's, the, it's not less of a charge stealing the car because you left the keys in it. It's still grand theft auto. Yeah, this is, and I like your, your phrase there, that jammed up, because that is going to happen. And here's what I, my advice to the 72-year-old guy. Leave your, leave your guns hanging where you've had them. You have every right to do that. Good heavens. It's unbelievable. Your home gets broken into. They're going to make you a criminal in addition to the criminal. We've got one more segment with Holly Sullivan from Connecticut Citizens Defense League. We'll be right back after this. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Did you know that Sig Sauer is all in for hunting? Introducing the Sig Sauer Cross Precision Bolt Action Rifle, available in 308 and 65 Creedmoor. The Sig Cross Bolt Action Rifle was designed and built with the input of military snipers and elite hunters right here in America to meet the demands of hunters, precision long-range shooters, and extreme backcountry hunting. Sig Sauer has your hunting needs covered with ammunition, optics, suppressors, and more. Hunt like a warrior today. Learn more. Visit SigSauer.com now. 
Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. From Crossbreed Holsters comes the Women's Appendix. With softer leather and smoother corners, the Women's Appendix holster was designed specifically with the female body in mind. This holster is intended for popular small firearms and has no cant, so it can be worn on the front side of the body. Featuring a Crossbreed hand-molded pocket for a perfect fit, we ensure the Women's Appendix is your answer for any woman who wants to carry a small firearm in a front position. This versatile holster can be worn in the standard appendix or cross-draw fashion. Find your perfect fit today at CrossbreedHolsters.com. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org, crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us, and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. This final segment of Armed American Radio is being sponsored by Crossbreed Holsters. Make sure to visit CrossbreedHolsters.com. Now let's get back to me. I am carrying a SIG P365 and a Crossbreed Holster right this very moment. There it is on the hip because I live in a free state, and I can do that whenever I choose to do that. CrossbreedHolsters.com. CrossbreedHolsters.com. Remember, we're in the SIG Sauer Studios. Well, the Car Firearms Group Studios right now, Sig Sauer Microphone. It'll be the Sig Sauer Studios tomorrow. See, I get confused because the studios change during the weekday show versus the weekend show. But it's all good because it's the same folks. Got to love it. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom here in the Car Firearms Group Studios. All of it's being brought to you by the great X Insurance. Please visit all of our partners 
at armedamericanradio.com. Started my day with DefenderCoffee.com. Use the promo code AAR. Pick up some of the Heaven's Harvest food. And we had three fires going this week at the ranch, all from cutting-edge firewood. Leroy Height, I sent him some photographs. He's loving it. Photographs of the studio with the fire pit going. A lot of fun. They ship everywhere in the country. CuttingEdgeFirewood.com. Use the stuff we've been using at the ranch for two years, and it's the same wood we put in our smokers. And they just added apple to the mix yesterday. So check it out. CuttingEdgeFirewood.com. Build a fire, smoke some great food, and support the Second Amendment at the same time. That is a win-win situation, especially if you're sipping a cup of Defender coffee while doing it. Let's go back to Holly Sullivan from Connecticut Citizens Defense League. Holly, you have your work cut out for you. Let me go to a piece from the AP that popped just today. Connecticut's most wide-ranging gun control measure since the 2013 law enacted after the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting takes effect Sunday, which is today. The new law signed by Democrat Governor Ned Lamont in June bans the open carrying of firearms and prohibits the sale of more than three handguns within 30 days to any one person, with some exceptions for instructors and others. That would be law enforcement, no doubt, ladies and gentlemen. You know how that is. Okay for me, not for thee. We will not take a break, and we cannot stop now, and we will continue to pass life-saving laws until we end gun violence in Connecticut. Our lives depend on it. That's from Jeremy Stein, Executive Director of Connecticut Against Gun Violence. What Jeremy Stein is saying is we will not stop until we take everybody's guns. Holly, did I read that correctly? Absolutely. A hundred percent. They are not done until they completely disarm us. And that's why people cannot be complacent and they have to get involved. Um, we actually had a rally at the Capitol yesterday. We had about right. 150 CCDL members showed up. It was our last day of open carry until we win it back in court. Um, but what I can't stress to enough to folks, attending a rally is fantastic. That's not where your voice really matters. We're, we're in our echo chamber there. Where your voice matters is not even necessary in legislative session during testimony. Where your voice really matters is in the campaigns. Turn the seats before they get up to Hartford. Make sure that the people that are coming out of your district and representing you in your capital support your Second Amendment rights. That's where you are most powerful. But a lot of the time people miss the campaign season and they get fired up during the legislative session and it's too late then. When does Connecticut's legislative session start and finish? So it goes alternating every other year. We have a long session and a short session. Um, So we'll reconvene in late January again. So right now we're going into municipal elections still matters. There's still a lot of stuff you can do. Um, there's there's education that needs to be happening in our boards of ed. There's lots of different things that can be done. But next year, a year from now, it is hardcore. We have to turn our legislature pro 2A. And it wasn't that long ago. It was only like four or five years ago that we had a yeah. split Senate. Like we had a split Senate. This year we had 12 Republicans to 24 Democrats. What can they get done up there? Nothing. They have a trifecta. The other side can do what they want. I find it interesting because most people don't realize, and we've mentioned it here on the program before, but Connecticut until today was an open carry state. It was. Granted, you know, you don't see a lot of people openly carry. That isn't the point. Now you've just rolled it back again, right? And now that's just one more thing you have to fight to regain. But, you know, Connecticut has a fairly liberal concealed carry permit process as far as permitting goes i don't know is there any hope for connecticut joining the other 27 states 
at some point and becoming constitutional carry? Clearly not with the makeup now. Anything can be done, right? And this is what I can't stress to my my members enough. We can accomplish literally anything you want. If you want permitless carry, if you want constitutional carry, we can have it. But we can't have it if you don't get involved. But I have no doubt that not do only do we have the numbers on our side, but we have we have history, text, and tradition on our side. Right. We can't do it when people are sitting behind their keyboards getting fired up instead of being fired up and involved where it matters, which is in getting the right people to our Capitol building. All right. How important is last year's June Bruin decision? How important is that factoring into the new swarm of lawsuits coming in Connecticut? Do you feel confident with Bruin? Has it given you a little bit of breath of fresh air here? Do you feel like you have some wind at your back, you know, post-Bruin? Yeah, and people don't realize how fundamentally changing this is for us. So we're in the Second Circuit. Connecticut, New York, and Vermont are in the Second Circuit. So Bruin is is truly precedent, not only just at the Supreme Court, but in our circuit as well. Um, We had a lawsuit called Shoe versus Malloy, which the CCDL filed Sandy Hook. So when those Sandy Hook laws came out, we call them the Sandy Hook laws, but there it was Senate Bill 1160 or Public Act 13-3. When those laws came out, and that was our first real huge crackdown on gun control, we filed a case called Shoe versus Malloy, um, and that case was lost. They were using the, 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 the scrutiny methods that Bruin mm-hmm. has now corrected. Bruin has now corrected it. As soon as Bruin decision came out, we filed a new case called Grant versus Lamont. Grant versus Lamont was filed in late 2022. We're incredibly proud to be partnering with the Second Amendment Foundation in that case. And then when this this new set of laws was, was signed on June 6th of 2023, we went back and amended that complaint. So we are already in federal court against this very bill. Um, and we could not be working with a better team of, of attorneys. Um, again, as I mentioned, working with the Second Amendment Foundation. But this is our chance. Like, Bruin changes everything uh, because it changes the way the courts have to look at it it does and i think you're going to see some positive results in connecticut i would not have said that pre-bruin decision but i do feel confident and i have talked with mr gottlieb about that and he feels confident we are going to get more supreme court precedent coming up on some of these cases in the very very near future we know that's going to happen so connecticut jersey new york california washington state maryland There is help on the way, and it's on the way post-Bruin. Holly, where can people join CCDL? Tell us where to go. We've got about 20 seconds before the music. Super easy, ccdl.us. There's a join link, and it's free to become a member or become a tiered member. ccdl.us, right? Not org. Okay, ccdl.us. Holly Sullivan, thank you. And by the way, welcome to the Board of Directors of the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms. You and I are going to do some great things working with state organizations, as we talked about at that meeting. I'm stoked. I'm pumped. I'm excited. Let's flip Connecticut the way it needs to be. If all you gun owners in the Constitution state, really, you might want to consider changing that. But nonetheless, get out there and vote and take your rights back. There's enough of you in Connecticut to do it if you all step up. Holly Sullivan, thank you so much for everything that you do. Looking forward to having you back on and getting some positive updates in the very, very near future. Okay, Greg, hour two. You betcha. Hour two in the bag. And the roundtable coming up, we've got a little change to the lineup. 
Neil McCabe is going to be here, reporter McCabe from redstate.com. And Justin Moon, CEO of Car Arms, is going to be here. We'll talk about the upcoming Rod of Iron Festival this coming weekend, coming up in a week from now. And Ryan Petty, Parkland Dad, will be here. Enjoy your break. See you at six minutes after on the flip side. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 425- Four five four seventy twelve. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com.